0: Fly a fair nation. Fly a fair nation. Fly- Thank you for tuning into the Pointless Talks podcast. While I was looking up things to talk about today, I fell into a rabbit hole. Um, sidebar: I've always wondered—is the term "rabbit hole" a derivative from *Alice in Wonderland*, or did *Alice in Wonderland* use that term to coin the story? Anyways, you guys can Google it. Let me know. I didn't actually look into it. But I saw this ad for an article on Pink News, which is a UK blog, and I'm literally going to read through it for you because it touched me in a way that, like, I've been wanting to discuss this topic for on the show for a really long time, but I wanted a panel of people to discuss it with. But the article is titled, Straight men have a lot of gay sex <laughs> um, study show, apparently. So there's basically an, a survey thing going, and... The survey basically analyzed about 24,000 undergraduate students and it revealed that of the men whose last hookups was with a male partner, one in eight defined as heterosexual. So basically what that means is out of 24,000 men, well, 24,000 students, out of all the men whose last hookup was with a male, they considered themselves to be heterosexual despite the sex with another man. So the figure was twice as high among women with one in four whose last sexual experience was a, was a lesbian one identifying as straight. So something that a lot of us already know, most women, you know, I shouldn't say most, but more women are more prone, I guess. I don't know what the term is, but it's more likely to find a woman in a same-sex involvement with a like than it is to find a male. But we'll get into the specifics of that later. But basically it's saying one in four whose last sexual experience was a, was a lesbian one, they identify as straight. So article goes on to say, explanation for this gap in same-sex encounters between men and women is that, based on another study, it basically shows that these people aren't much... <laughs> oh yeah, the topic of women being much more likely to orgasm during sex with women rather than during sex with men. But... Then it talks about like, you know, why straight men like gay porn and all these other things that basically tie into the idea of, you know, heterosexual people having homosexual encounters or homosexual sex rather. So the study on that with the orgasm thing said that 2300 respondents found that women were 33 percent more likely to orgasm when they were having sex with another woman And (laughs) there was a whole uproar about that, and a lot of people were talking about it. You know, of course, the lesbian community was like, of course, duh, that's why they be bagging straight girls, and da 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 but, yeah, there's... (laughs) This all ties into, like, a bunch of other things that I've been wanting to talk about, but, like I said, I don't want to just be something that I'm personally just ranting on. I want it to be something that I can have a conversation with somebody with who has either been in the situation or have been on the other side. Like, some way, somehow directly correlates with the experience and things of that nature because i don't go after straight people so i don't well straight women so i don't necessarily have room to really talk on that subject but it says that the newly released results were discovered by ariel Cooperberg, an associate from the university of north carolina and they published um, in the Archives of Sexual Behavior heterosexual college students who hook up with same-sex partners. So, it listed some char- characteristics of people who have sexual experiences with the same-sex partner, but continues, um, continue to se- ugh, continue to self-identify as straight. So, they're saying that one of the reasons for this is more conservative attitudes, or people who identify this because they are they have less experience with people of the same sex or something of the sort. this is the three types of people that they explain they're compromising 60 percent of the students could be classified as mostly private sexual experimentation among those who with little prior same sex experience including some who did not enjoy the encounter so some of them didn't like it but that's not necessarily what the thing is about it's just the survey is just about people saying, Hey, I did it, but I'm straight, like <laughs> so whether they enjoy it or not, there's that percentage. Then there's two other groups who enjoy the encounter but differ on basically saying it was a drunken experience or desired a future relationship with their partner. So though <laughs> they said that some of the hookups were explained away as performative bisexuality by women. The factor made up a small minority of the students, which is just 12%, and more than one in four, which is 28%, had strong religious practices and or beliefs that may preclude a non-heterosexual identity, including 7% who exhibited internalized heterosexism. Okay. (laughs) So... That ties back into things that we've talked about on the show before as far as, you know, people who actually do identify as a member of the LGBTQ who struggle with it because of their religion and things of that nature or, you know, family outlook, even if it's not a religion-based thing, just, you know, conservative idea, whatever the case is. And there's the article goes on to talk about another stu- um, study that they did in March that says no one is 100% heterosexual. Uh, <laughs> I have my feelings about that, but um, it's, this research basically just studied the reaction of men and women who identified as heterosexual when they were shown different kinds of pornographic material. The study's author said he wasn't surprised by the research findings, but that he was shocked how many people still identified as heterosexual despite the evidence, so whether they got excited, I did look in the co- complete details of what the experiment did outside of just showing them the visual effects. Like, what exactly did they monitor? Was it the heart rate? Was Were they monitoring erections? Like, what exactly were they monitoring when they're doing this? Or was it just, like, a comparative thing where they show them something heterosexual and something homosexual? And, excuse me, if it's the same reaction, then, hey, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. So despite the results of, hey, you might have been enticed by this, they still claim themselves to be heterosexual. So it goes on to say we're trying to get away that some people get at the way that some people really are. Sometimes it seems people are one way but believe they have to report themselves in another way, and that's not good. Same thing we said about identifying as, you know, a lot of times the bisexual thing that I said before, like a lot of bisexuals identify as either straight or heterosexual despite their attraction to the other gender. So, like, I know people who identify as lesbians that (laughs) are attracted to men, like sexually, romantically, emotionally attracted to men. But because of the stigma placed on bisexuals, like the idea that, quote-unquote, we don't know what we want, they're confused, and all the other downplaying that comes with the idea of being bisexual, a lot of people will just, you know, say, I'm a lesbian. A lot of women would say, I'm a lesbian or I'm straight, or even if you don't even necessarily say you're either or, people will assume because you're in a relationship with either or that you're that specific (laughs) orientation, and that's it. Like, if you're in a long-term relationship with a woman, they're going to be like, oh, you're a lesbian now. (laughs) No, I still find people you of the opposite sex attractive. And a lot of the times with gay, um, bisexual men, they're believed to be gay, especially if they're a bottom, like they're believed to be gay automatically because, you know, once you take and dick, you're gay. <laughs> like that's that's the stigma a lot of people have about that. So I can understand that statement about, you know, feeling like how people feel like they should be, and then portraying themselves as such for that. So they added to the findings that, you know, they proved a loosening, quote-unquote, loosening of the boundaries, and they believe that that's happening for both sexes. It's probably a good thing because it gives kids growing up more diversity, more options, so they don't feel like they have to fit in at all costs, which I can agree with that to an extent, but (laughs) I feel like it's all based on how (laughs) you wrap these things up because you can easily say that, you know, you're putting things out there so children growing up have a more diverse outlook on life than, you know, when we were growing up and the people before us and things like that where, you know, you get to see more difference. It's not just all white people or it's not just all, um, you know what I'm saying, straight people. It's not all just one thing. You get a diverse... You get a diverse like, a variety of things that you get to see where you're like, okay, well, if I feel this way, then maybe I'm not completely strange because, you know, it's on TV, like, I can experiment with this, like, you know I'm saying, I can explore this feeling a little bit so that I don't, like, they don't think something's wrong with them in a sense, so that's, that's my take on that. So, <clears throat> so after I read the article, I ready to go in because I have all these feelings about, you know, the whole being involved with the same sex and claiming something else or even just the title itself like you know straight men that have a lot of gay sex <laughs> it happens you know there's people on the download, there's people in the closet there's all types of instances where this happens but something told me to read the comments because I'm a comment reader and everyone knows the fun is always in the comments but I saw the first response and I had to stop like I'm gonna read you guys this because that just put me on a whole other, like I told you guys, like in the beginning, I fell into a rabbit hole, <laughs> like this isn't even what I was looking up, I was looking up something completely different, and I just fell into this whole thing, but the first commenter says that what this study does is correlate a more or less objective data point, what gender did you last have sex with, with something that is social, cultural, construction, sexual identity, That these don't always line up will be a surprise only to those who think social sexual labels represent types of people rather than just our current understanding of where we are in the world. Okay, that's the first part because it's a pretty lengthy response. So, based on that, I feel like he's just saying, you know, who you had sex with last does not say who you are. It just basically says, this is where I was in a point in time. This is what happened. It doesn't necessarily identify your sexual identity. Okay, I can take that. So then he goes on to say there are two problems with this with the labels. The first is that they rely on culture. One hundred and fifty years ago, a roll in the hay with your cousin or a blowjob from a buddy on a fishing trip might be something to consider in confession at church, but not a challenge to reconsider who you were there was no lgbt community community to join you would just get married and make it work everyone was heterosexual some were just better at it than other people there are still cultures that accommodate intragender sexual activity inside a heterosexual identity so culture not only influences who we have sex with it also tells us what it means that is a very valid point because you think about like Even beyond 150 years ago, if you look at, like, ancient history and things of that nature, if even, like, Greek and all this other stuff, men are having sex with men. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of things have changed the way we view what is, quote-unquote, socially acceptable. And even the fact of, like, what they said, you know, a role in the sack with your cousin, we hear that now, we're just like, ew, that's nasty, that's incest, that's gross, because, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? In this day and age, that is what it is. Like, you call somebody a cousin fucker <laughs> or, like, you know what I'm saying, you kissing cousins and all that other stuff, and those are things that are frowned on because in our society, in this day and age, that is not okay. Like... And then it goes into other scientific reasons and biological reasons as far as reproduction and things of that nature. But then there's the argument of, you know, hey, we came from Adam and Eve. <laughs> somewhere along the line, there's some cousin fucking going on. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some kind of incest somewhere in there, so... Like, like I said, it's with the times, it's with the culture also, because like they're saying, you know, in certain regions, in certain cultures, it's okay to do these things. It's okay to, you know what I'm saying, but you still carry on your life as a functioning member of society. Nobody's looking at you weird because you did this. You're still able to uphold your status and your stature and everything else, despite whatever it is that you did with your cousin or with somebody of the same gender or whatever the case is. Now... One of the things I've noticed with looking back in all these things, you see like you see like, these paintings of, like the naked woman and things of that nature and the naked man and all these and sex for women was so taboo, I shouldn't say taboo, but the point of sex for women was mostly to please men and to reproduce and things of that nature It wasn't necessarily for the pleasure of the woman. So some of these times you'll see these paintings of the woman together and you'll be like, they look like they're in complete bliss. Like, woman and woman and there's no men around and none of these things and they're all, you know, just frolicking happily, whatever the case is. They look genuinely like they're in bliss, euphoria. Like, they look genuinely, you know, pleased. That's one of the things that the article was talking about also, you know, like women being mostly pleased like the majority of women getting more pleasure when they're having female on female sexual encounter. So something to think about. So back to the um, comment. So the second problem, as he says, and the one that we run into here with the study is that we think the labels tell us who people have sex with. So yes, (laughs) yes, because someone says lesbian, you think automatically a woman having sex with a woman. Somebody says gay, you think predominantly a male having sex with a male. Bisexual, either gender having sex with either or. So there's that. But sexual activity and identity have never matched up. For men, I think that Woody Allen summed it up in the movie Manhattan when Woody is confronted at a cocktail party by a woman who mentioned that she recently discovered that she's been having the wrong kind of orgasm. Really, he asked because i've never had the wrong kind everyone was right on the money there we go again with the males being pleased with all their sexual encounters and women just being at the same time kind of like um this isn't going all the way over for me so there's that so then it's like at a certain level for men an orgasm is an orgasm and everything that surrounds it is window dressing needed evidence glory holes for those of you who don't know what a glory hole is (laughs) If you've ever seen, what was that, scary movie <laughs> where they have like the little hole in the bathroom or a hole in the gas station or whatever, you just put your man parts in there and whatever wets it at the other end is whatever wets it and you get off and carry on with your life. So that's the reference. So needed evidence, glory hole. A glory hole doesn't require soul searching about sexual identity. We can expect a specific situation, location like prison, the Navy, et cetera, where MSM, men, sex, men, sex, men happens disconnected from identity so they're saying that basically you know in the navy though (laughs) um so prison and other situations where males have sex with men it happens but it doesn't necessarily mean that they are emotionally involved or emotionally vested or any kind of you know tied to this outside of hey we got this off and that's it so it's disconnected from identity is what he's saying so continues to say same-sex activity has been a part of human experience probably as long as there have been humans true the only difference between people is when given the choice between a sex partner of either gender which we prefer okay preference but the idea that most people only have sex with the opposite gender without exception is relatively recent a hyper heterosexuality that came to be in response to the recognition and acceptance of homosexuality so They're saying basically that because homosexuality has become accepted, quote-unquote, that is why people feel the need to label themselves as heterosexual to basically give themselves a divide, a separation from being labeled homosexual, despite it being accepted. So there's that. So it's just recently, okay. So the myth that has developed in our own culture is that quote-unquote real straight men don't do things like that actually they do sometimes and it doesn't make them less heterosexual it just makes them normal males okay i agree and disagree with this article on many different levels but this last statement about you know it doesn't make them less heterosexual it makes them more normal and you know real straight men don't do this that's one of the things we touched on about like hyper masculinity and the idea that men aren't quote unquote allowed to do certain things, or then that means they are something else. Like that means that they're gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you see a man that's more feminine or more into his looks or, you know, quote unquote, metrosexual, they have all these labels for all these different things. And it ties into how men quote unquote should portray themselves. Get me? And it goes the same way for women also because, you know, women are, quote, unquote, expected to be feminine and, you know, soft and whatever. The minute a woman decides she wants to wear pants to church or, you know I'm saying, doesn't want to wear heels or doesn't want to dress herself up in a feminine manner and wants to be more androgynous in appearance or anything else, even if she isn't, you know, any kind of homosexual or whatever the case is, queer, etc., it's just what she's comfortable in she's looked at as different, like something is wrong with her in an essence. So I, I understand and I completely agree with that portion of it. Because these these stigmas that you put on people and men will be quick to say, oh, nobody's going to define who I am and how I am. And how I present myself or anything of the sort, like they're going to be quick to defend themselves and say, no, I decided this because I'm okay with this and this is how I feel comfortable doing. Even if they really are not, because at the end of the day, no matter how much you say you don't wanna fit in, you don't wanna you don't necessarily care what people think about you or what people say about you, most people really do care. And it's something that they're probably struggling with internally or fighting with or whatever the case is. So the idea of quote unquote seeming normal to the outside world, society, family, friends, that is important to a lot of people, which is why a lot of people do not come out. Now, I love that this part touched on, you know, sex in prison, like man on man sex in prison, because yesterday <laughs> well, if you guys are listen aren't listening live, you're listening whatever, last week Tuesday, um a young lady called in to shoot her shot with a guy who she was dating. Now, for those who don't know, Shoot Your Shot is a segment on The Breakfast Club where callers get to call into the show and basically say, Hey, there's somebody I'm feeling. I'm trying to take it to the next step. Or, hey, I know this person. I want to see where this can go. Whether it's a booty call, it's a relationship, whatever it is, whatever like next level you're trying to take it to, the Breakfast Club will, you know, call them up for you. And as long as you have their number, they're not out here looking for people's numbers. <laughs> but they call them up for you and you basically just embarrass yourself on radio <laughs> to say hey can I get a chance with you even if like the scenarios range from like literally there's this one guy who called in because the girl at the pharmacy <laughs> he thought she was cute and he found her number on Facebook or some creepy shit like that and they called. but the breakfast club didn't know that that's how he acquired her number he thought that she gave it to him or some way somehow he happened across it not like went and was being a freaking stalker so you know there's situations like that Then there's people who are you know it's a booty call or y'all it's a side piece and you want to be the main chick Like <laughs> it's a it's it's all over the board right so basically what happened was this girl was talking to this guy they met at work and he got incarcerated some scamming shit whatever and he got locked up So, while he's locked up, you know, she says she's putting $100 a month on his books. They're writing letters to each other. They're talking. They're great. She's feeling like this is, like, the shit. Like, this relationship is real. It's about to be everything that she ever wanted. Like, everything is busting. They have a real connection. And me listening to it while I'm driving, I'm just like, sis, you sound like (laughs) you basically got, like, Use they don't say like the man is in jail of course he's gonna talk to you you know he ain't got nobody to talk to of course he's you know gonna be telling you sweet nothings and doing whatever whatever apparently there was like doing like real cute shit though like going on dates and cooking together and (laughs) all types of shit like that but he ghosted her so Angela Yee was even saying like sis Duh, they're in jail. They're gonna take all the support that they can take. You know what I'm saying? They locked up. So if he's writing you, you writing him, of course he's gonna write you back. You put in a hundred dollars a month on his books. I mean, that might not sound like a lot, but it's better than the nigga that's sitting next to you that's not getting nothing. So whatever it is that he gotta do to keep you there, basically he's doing. So the chick is like hard down, like, no, 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 we had a genuine connection, this was real. I'm not taking this as, you know, a flyby situationship type of thing, like, this could be something for real, so, I'm like, all right, okay, we'll see what he says when you call (laughs) him, so, it's just basically the attitude that they have, too, so, they call the guy up, whatever, he answers, and she's like, yo, what's up, you know what I'm saying, you like, went Jedi on me, like, what happened, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying, what's good, like, you know what I'm saying, what's good, like, I'm trying to see what's really good with us, you dipped on me, I thought we had something going, I thought we were building on something, whatever, whatever, and my boy, like, chokes up, like, he answered the phone first, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, girl, how you doing, like, you know, how are you, and when I say he choked up, like, <sighs> first of all, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, yo buddy got a wife and kids he about to tell her that you know i'm saying his baby mom's found out she's about to go left like she about to be embarrassed she about to feel like yo this nigga just you know use you basically like angelie Yee just said he used you and that's what happened like she i'm about to be like damn this nigga trifling right So I'm listening, listening, and when I said buddy choked up, he was doing, like, y'all know how I be studying on the show? (laughs) He was doing all that, but he was, uh, uh, um, 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 see, uh, what and it was, it was hard to listen So I was like, yo, he's really nervous right now, this is not like some fuck nigga about to be like, see what had happened was, right, I had this baby mom, like, it wasn't nothing stupid like that, he was really choked up, and he was like, a situation happened, like, you know, and- he was really having a hard time saying this to her. And the whole, like, the anticipation is building for me because I'm like, what is he? He's like, you know, something happened. And I'm like, what do you mean something happened? Like, what happened, dude? Like, what happened? Like, somebody got pregnant, you, somebody gave birth, you you're daddy now? Like, I'm thinking about shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not thinking about nothing or whatever. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Usually, that's the story. Niggas in jail, his real wife comes in, you know, it's like, what's going on? Whatever. So he basically, divulges that he had a male-on-male experience like he ended up in some male sex while he was locked up now this is the part where the breakfast club jumps in and they're basically like whoa wow you were very honest about this and i'm just like yo i mean thanks for breaking it up before he went any deeper but at the same time like y'all are so insensitive like Really? This man obviously you can hear that he's having some kind of anguish about this. Like this girl is telling y'all that she's feeling this man like she's falling for him. Like they're you know, she thought they were on the path to <laughs> foreverdom or whatever the fuck, or trying to make it foreverdom, and he's telling her, like, hey, I went to jail and something happened with another man and y'all just jumped in, like whatever. So I don't know if Charlemagne was in the bathroom or whatever, but when he comes back, they basically were just like, oh, he had butt sex. <laughs> like, it was so insensitive. And granted, the truth is the truth no matter how you spin it. Certain things you need to be a little bit sensitive about, especially when it's something that the people involved aren't even all the way comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my boss at work likes to tell me, you put on your kitty gloves in certain situations because not everybody is as cold and insensitive as you guys are. So now, my thing with this is, know from listening to the breakfast club that they're very problematic like they are they have ratings you know what I'm saying they there's the whole point of any product that you put into the media is to get ratings, to get reviews, to get views. Like, even this show that I'm doing right now, like, the whole point of it is to get the word out, to get fans, to get people to listen, get people to like, get people to subscribe. Some way, somehow, it is to create, it is a business, it's, there's some means to an end for it. Like, there's some kind of revenue that is to be earned from doing the shit properly, right? And whether properly means being politically correct or being a dickhead about something, you're going to get people to listen, and people are going to spread the word, like, I'm doing now, whether the it's negative publicity or good publicity, it's still publicity at the end of the day, and you guys are probably going to go listen to this interview, whatever, I don't knock it, but my thing is, I mean, knowing that Crystal and Fury, like, literally, like, oh, yeah, I do listen to them, <laughs> knowing that they have, like, a low-key personal relationship with Charlemagne and have talked to him about sensitizing himself as far as the LGBTQ community goes and about people coming out and about all types of other things and the way that they continue to carry on when situations like this present themselves it's just a direct reflection that they really don't give a fuck like okay outside of the radio personality You might care, but how much do you really care if it all it takes for you to go against how much you care is a check. Like, yeah, we all got mouths to feed, you got family, you got kids, you got bills, you got all this. But you can still stand up for something. Like, what do you what do you actually represent? Like what are you standing up for? Okay, you're not a part of the community, cool, whatever, we get that. But that doesn't mean you're supposed to mock people that are or mock people that are questioning that. So Back to this guy's situation, like, I felt bad at this point, because at first I was like, oh, shit, this nigga's trash, and then I'm just like, damn, homie, like, you had your first male encounter, from my take, like, it's his first encounter, because now he's saying that he's, he needs to figure some things out, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? He was in a situation with a guy, while he was locked up, we don't know if it was forced, and that was one of the things they asked, is like, were you raped, or did you, are you gay, and I was like, (laughs) whether he was raped, well, I shouldn't say that, not whether he was raped, if he was raped, him being gay, or him being straight, it's still rape, whether he enjoyed it, or in retrospect, it, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's a stupid question to ask someone, were you raped, or are you gay, like, really, like, Really, <laughs> you say like with everything going on right now, rape jokes are not funny at all. Like that's one thing that you dead at this point. Like there's no ha ha he he. Some butt sex happened in prison. It was non consensual. Like we know butt sex happens in prison all the time, consensual and not. So you're trying to be like ha ha about it. That's not cool. So the whole idea that he's like you know. He's struggling with this himself, and he keeps saying on the show, he's like, you know, I'm not talking about this on the radio, which I completely agree. Like, dude, you are just basically coming out to this woman that, hey, I had a homosexual experience. I don't know how to process this. I'm trying to figure it out. That doesn't mean that I don't like you. I'm trying to figure it out. He doesn't necessarily know where he is if the feeling that he got from being with a man was greater than the feeling he got from being with her or with any other woman. So that's a very valid place to be with a situation like that. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, I shouldn't say a lot, but I'm pretty sure this situation happens on many occasions where whether it be, prison or hazing because I know some frats they do participate in shit like that with hazing where you know (laughs) yeah that shit happens and then people left to question themselves and for someone else to think that that is funny that's it's not like you basically imposed on someone's life basically like their whole life well I shouldn't even say that because Maybe he had thoughts, maybe he wasn't sure. Maybe he thought, you know, hey, everybody has gay thoughts, or whatever the case, or maybe he never had a thought before in his life. and now you know what I'm saying, but my question around that is, was it the sex that is making him question himself, or was it what happened after did he have any kind of emotional tie with the person like after the sex happened like did he end up having like a jail boo? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did they end up, you know, because he was like, Shorty was saying, You told me everything that happened. Like, we wrote all the time, da 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 da. And he's like, I didn't tell you everything. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, was he playing both sides? And Angelie kept saying, You know, don't leave people on, don't leave people on. And he hit her back with a touche. Like, yeah, well, it's not right to leave people on, but it's also not right to call people on the radio and not tell them that they're on the radio. Duh. <laughs> but, Yeah, I'm just, I want to know for my personal nosy ass reasons, like his questioning, was it just because of the sex? Because for those who don't know, the male G-spot is in their anus. It's not deep in there, (laughs) but it is, that is where it is located. It can be stimulated internally or externally. You can read up on that if you want to, but is it, you know, maybe he had the best nut of his life. Maybe he had the best orgasm. Maybe he had an experience where he thought he was nothing for, you know all these years and it was great but then he finds out shit gets better shit gets better with penetration he's trying to figure out is it penetration that he likes or is it men because he didn't come right out and say i'm gay or that i'm bisexual and Yee kept pushing the idea that maybe he's bi maybe he likes both and then shorty after talking about how much she cares about him and all of this just outright is like i don't know if i can deal with this and i think like don't quote me but i believe she said ew while he was talking, like, while she was realizing what happened or what he was trying to say. And I was like, damn, bitch. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You just finished basically trying to pour your heart out, basically saying, like, you thirsting over this nigga, and you find out that something happened to him, and now it's ill? Like, that is the reason people don't come out. That right there, like, that is why people do not come out, because it's sex. It's sex. It happens. Shit happens. Like... If he happens to be gay, okay, he's gay. If he happens to be bisexual, okay, he's bisexual. But if you're saying all this stuff about, oh, you care about me, you care about him, and y'all had a connection, it was cool, it was deep, and all of this, the minute you find out that he had a gay experience, it's now ill. You know what I'm saying? And that is one of the reasons, like I said before, why bisexual men will say that they are gay or live on the down low. Like, they're living in the closet. They're dating women and they're fucking men because you can't live both lives at all time for certain people in certain circles because society is closed-minded and the idea that they've planted is you have to be one or the other. Whether you're male or female, you have to be one or the other. Either you like girls or you like boys. There's no in between and that's it. That's bullshit. I'm <laughs> saying that's bullshit. You're You're entitled to enjoy yourself and fulfill yourself to whatever it is that you desire as long as you're not harming anyone and or without consent and (laughs) it's it's not fair life's not fair but at the same time when it comes to sex like people are so uptight about what people are doing in their bedroom that does not involve them. So my thing is if you're a woman and you're attracted to a man the two of you are involved He is monogamous. What does it matter that he likes men on the side? Well, not I shouldn't say on the side. He's attracted to men. Or that in the past he's had sex with men. Why does that matter right now? You know what I'm saying? Should you not be more concerned with his STD status? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of person he is. Things that are actually going to affect you in the long run. Like, people are caught up on so many things like labels that it's it's ridiculous so I mean I understand like I talked about this the other day I forgot what I was talking to about you know why people don't come out and why it's so hard for people to come out even as adults because it's a never-ending conversation shit like this is always happening on in many different levels like on different different ways so it's not even like oh I'm afraid to lose my family but like people are really judgmental and whether (laughs) you know i'm saying you want to just come out and say hey i had like honestly i'm pretty sure there are a lot of men that have had man-on-man sex that you will never find out that happened because of the stigma against it because they're automatically going to say you're gay if you had sex with a man my views on that not quite because having sex and enjoying sex and preferring sex are all completely different things you might have had an experimental phase like the article says where you know you you and your homeboy you and your cousin or you and whoever the case is you wanted to try something you were just like i wonder like we're young we're experimenting or whatever the case is let's see what happens Mm, i didn't like that that's not gonna happen again that doesn't mean you're gay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That means that you had an experience. That doesn't mean that, that doesn't define who you are or what your role in any relationship or sex is. Like, just like people that are versed. You mean, you might've played bottom sometimes. You like to play top sometimes. It's whatever the case is, that doesn't define you as a person. So that's, (laughs) that's my take on that. But, but I was actually looking up before I fell into this rabbit hole. Um, Phoenix is about to join the list of people who have rainbow crosswalks. <laughs> uh, I was, I saw it online today and it says that, you know, they're having a crosswalk to basically celebrate LGBTQ pride and, It's going to be permanent, though, because sometimes they do it in certain cities where, like, when Pride is coming up, you know, Pride's about a month away. We're in May now. Pride is June, for those who don't know. And they usually paint the crosswalks rainbow colors. So, and then afterward, it goes back to whatever the color it is. It's been done in many different cities all over the country, and there's some in Canada and stuff also. But Phoenix is joining the group, and theirs is going to be permanent. Now city council voted that it's going to stay that way and the groups will have to pay to maintain it so the city is not going to be the ones that are funding the paint and the upkeep and everything <laughs> of the crosswalk so i mean that's a good look you're know saying you have rainbow crosswalks just to you know show solidarity and saying that hey we support you guys and it's inclusive so Go Phoenix. (laughs) But there's a long list of other places that, you know what I'm saying, have this already in place. There's a lot of places in California that have it. There is, what is it, San Francisco, of course, West Hollywood, Long Beach, and then there's um, 11 crosswalks in Seattle, which, wow. And there's an LGBT-friendly neighborhood in Capitol Hill, There's Key West, Florida, of course, for those who've been. (laughs) They have a rainbow crosswalk also. Miami Beach, um, Ocean and 12, where gay beaches, as I call it. (laughs) They have rainbow crosswalk also. There's one in Philadelphia, Toronto, Canada, Vancouver, Ottawa. Whoa, Swift Current. That's in Saskatchewan. (laughs) Yeah, they got theirs this year with, you know, crosswalk on the 200 block of Central Avenue and Swift Current they have theirs also and, i mean that's that's good you know what i'm saying there's spreading visibility some people might just see it as hey it's a colorful sidewalk <laughs> that's all it is to them but for those who do know what it represents i'm pretty sure that they are rejoicing that you know hey my city supports me my city state stands behind me and they are lgbt friendly as a as a government anyways because these are all government based decisions because nobody can't just come paint you know, in the street that's government property technically so there's that i have a bunch of other topics that i want to talk about but i didn't get to finish watching love and hip-hop <laughs> so i'm gonna come back with my spice uh <laughs> recap uh, probably next week but i mean that's about it (laughs) um thank you guys for tuning in we're gonna wrap this up please don't forget as usual you know every other week we tell you follow us on facebook follow us on twitter instagram everything there is pointless talks on soundcloud and apple music it's pointless talks podcast if you like us rate us give us five stars and whether you got here on purpose or by fate thank you again for tuning in